First off, a special thank you to our amazing Patreon.com patrons. Terry, Erica, Stephanie, Suze, Diane, Barbara, Anna, Jenny, Jennifer, Karen, Mary, Kevin, Jill, Joe, Sarah, Kayla, Evelyn, Corinne, Kobe, Michael, Patty, Patrick, Reginard, Nora, Jane, and our forever first, Trisha. As Patreon patrons, you'll get access to our bonus episodes where Patricia, Nayland, and I talk about other things we're interested in, like Warren Stories or Next in Fashion and the Project Runway reunion episodes. And of course, you will also have our eternal gratefulness for helping us express our love for all things Project Runway and to be able to share it with you lovely, amazing fellow fans of this wonderful show. If you'd like to become a Patreon patron, visit our page on patreon.com forward slash the workroom podcast. The link is in the show notes. Now let's get to it. Growing up, I only had black dolls. This particular challenge makes you think back on why your mom was so adamant about you having dolls that look like you. I'm a mom that's not going to strip my kids from all the dolls that don't look like them. But let me tell you about who you are. I don't dim the light on any other race but I make sure that my daughters know the beauty of theirs and the power of theirs. She looks amazing. You love it? All right, designers, the hair is looking sleek and chic and braided and twisted and let's start the show. Hello, all you lovely listeners. Welcome back into the workroom, a labor of love dedicated to Project Runway. I am Ernez, and my locks are all tightened up, and I'm ready to go. And I'm Naylan, and I didn't prepare a catchphrase for oh, this Oh, no, Naylan! <laughs> I, oh, I'm so sorry I didn't ask you. I, like, literally, <laughs> as you started the recording... I suddenly, you might have noticed a weird <laughs> look in my eye. Normally, I'm good on the fly, uh, but, but I, uh, but I didn't this week. So, um, is one coming to mind? I, you really, yes. you really are good on the fly. Yeah, here we we'll do it. Uh, well, I'm still Nayland, <laughs> and um, and I don't know what that pinata did, but it didn't deserve that. <laughs> Oh, that donut! <laughs> That's the thinnest piñata pinata I've ever seen. It's like, I mean, come on. Yeah. But yeah. I, I appreciate the cohesiveness of the birthday celebrations of the day. I yes. really, really appreciated that. Yeah. <laughs> do we so? Uh, do we think that was production, or do we think that was? Um, the, uh, do we think that was the designers themselves? I think it was production. I think, I think it kind of had to be. people who do the challenges. I'm just kidding. <laughs> but I mean, it was mostly because of the cohesiveness. I was like, wow, yes. from beginning to end, donuts. Yeah, I, I didn't even think about it. But yeah, but, but yes. <laughs> I love that. Um, well, uh, so we'll, we'll talk more about that wonderful moment. Um, so here we are. Listeners, episode 11. We're back. Oh my goodness. Um, 
recording. It's a it's it's a it's a holiday. It's Martin Luther King Day, um, and yeah, um, it's it's the day for um, bad faith utterances by all branches of the U.S. government. It seems what a rife day or what a yeah. fraught day. Rife yeah. with a, a bunch of yeah. Yeah, a lot, a lot of rhetoric that um, I'm avoiding because I don't want to be angry on mm-hmm. Martin Luther King Day. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> so mm-hmm. yeah. Um, and uh, also on, on a, a a very wonderful episode of Project Runway on the, on the day that we're finally talking about this. So, listeners, we're hoping that um, you're spinning today in a meaningful and a thoughtful way. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and thank you for being with us. Uh, and mm-hmm. Again, to remind everyone, we're on Instagram and Facebook. Just search for us at The Workroom Podcast. Mm-hmm. And also, um, we have a cheat sheet with all of the runway looks in runway order. That's um, You can get to that looking in the show notes and click on the link and it'll pop up for you. And reminding everyone that we are on Patreon. And we are going through Warren stories. So get ready for the tears. The latest episode, by the time you listen to this, will be up. And it's Patricia and I talking about Chance. We travel to Vegas. I can't wait to hear what y'all have to say about it. it I mean, mean, it is What a unique episode. (laughs) Yes. So different than every other Warren stories episode. So it it also was Patricia's first time watching Warren stories. So... That's also great. Yeah, um, so I'm really curious to hear what she what what she thinks about it. Yes, and <laughs> and also we're we're curious to hear what you guys think of things. So send us emails at mm-hmm. in the workroom at gmail.com. And um, again, like thank you all for your hot takes and your questions. And um, we didn't have any hot takes or feedback from this episode but i will say from the last episode there's a very lively conversation going on on instagram nayland i know you're not on instagram mm-hmm. um but i'll let you know that on our on our page that a lot of there i mean okay this is the thing last week patricia was sort of like the avatar for i've never watched the housewives slash i have mm-hmm. no idea who andy cohen is and mm-hmm. so um a lot of our listeners are also in that camp and we're very ah. grateful for the explanation ah. because, of course, like if you listened, Patricia's first thing was like, "Who are the housewives? Who is Andy Cohen? And why yes. should we care?" Yeah, yeah. Um, which is which is hugely refreshing. Yes, because because it, it's sort of like <laughs> I I would so I would I would give give up many things to be in a world where i did not know who andy cohen was i'm telling you because i it was i mean you know and i and i i can't believe that i kind of okay relative to patricia i am like a bravo head right and in the realm of you know the podcasts that 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 feature um, hosts who are really into Bravo, like there are some Bravo historians and people who are really, really into all of those things. And of course, like I'm filtering everything through podcasts because mm-hmm. I can't really take it. And so it was so it was it was like I've never felt that way before. Where I'm like, wow, I know so much about Andy Cohen, who I really <laughs> don't have right, any, right. an opinion right. about and have not really right. paid that much attention to. Right. But I listen to all these people who wholeheartedly love him but i did not question 
the whole iconic status. And so that was, it was just really great Mm -hmm. (laughs) to talk about that rather than, you know, um, uh, you know, uh, just like just drama that didn't happen, which was really great. Mm -hmm. It was not a, it was not a housewife show, Mm -hmm. but um, Neilan, do you have any thoughts on last week's episode as someone else who really is not um, that deep into Bravo or Andy Cohen? (laughs) It, it did have, actually and i sort of delayed watching it i was like oh do i I, do i want to watch this whatever and i was like no 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 i have to watch it um and actually it had one of my favorite moments from the entire uh season which was one of the housewives outside going like what you're all sm- what you're all smoking like why are you all smoking like like is it is that coming back and it was such a great generational moment because it was so clear like that she was going like don't smoke it's going to fuck up your face and body for like later years of television yes. like what are you yeah. doing you're going yeah. you know <laughs> and, and the designers are all like i don't give a fuck <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's so like Christina's out there. Like, She's like, <laughs> like I'm on my third pack. But I love that everybody was like, I love that. I love that the tone of concern in her voice of like, what is is everybody smoking now? Yeah. Is that coming back? Yeah. Like I thought we dealt with that. I mean, it's kind of like the moment from this. From it's not the same, but to me, it sounds the same in terms of tone when when Brandon makes the glitter. Quest, the, the glitter comment ah! about the glitter on the belly where it felt like me where I'm just, I'm just like ah Brandon's like are the children doing that now are the children putting glitter on their bellies should I put glitter on my belly too I mean I, I this is we're getting ahead of ourselves but my answer is an enthusiastic yes yes just do like, it <laughs> like, like that is that moment endeared Brandon <laughs> you know I've been hard on Brandon this season but I was like yes sweetie go home and put some glitter on your tummy yes no i love that and the thing about allow me to help and then gina is like oh man there's so many layers there because it is something that i'm used to seeing now as someone from la where you know you get shamed i think you still get shamed for smoking in la or in california i'll say or southern california Although maybe it's a generational thing. Like maybe like maybe that's what's happening is that it's like I saw a headline to an article that I did not read. I'll you know, I'll admit this. Mm -hmm. I didn't read the article. But the headline did say that um, younger people know the health risks of smoking, but they're still doing it. I Mm -hmm. see it everywhere. Like I I know I know a lot of kids who smoke quote unquote kids. They're not they're not kids. They're not children. They're in their twenties. They're not children. I mean um, listeners, yeah. I'm a I I am a pipe and cigar smoker. Yes, you are. It's a very different thing. It's very um, stylish. I don't I, I... <laughs> it is a it well, is it doesn't, a, it, is a it doesn't involve inhaling. So it's yeah, so for yeah. me it's something that I can pick up and put down. Mm-hmm. But I have many friends, and in fact, almost all of my family, with the exception of my parents, were cigarette smokers. Mm-hmm. Like all of my grandparents, all of my aunts and uncles, yep. a lot of my cousins. Yep, yep. So yeah. I, it's never been a big deal for me to be around smokers, cigarette smokers. But um, man, I and I grew up in LA where. Uh, it was cool to smoke at one time because mm-hmm. I, I think all of my aunts, except for my mom, because she has asthma, smoked. 
and then of course you know with me and uh my sister like we both had asthma so you're just like oh here come the girls so we have to put our cigarettes away or we have to go outside because they have asthma but i mean if you know uh it, yeah they all hung on to it re- for a really long time and we went through the whole like the laws changing in california where it got to the point where it was just uh shameful to be yeah. outside and smoking and then i moved to new york when you could still smoke in bars and now you can't but it's it's not as shame i mean here, I would say. let me just say that it killed gay nightlife in a way um it it and in very particular ways because a lot of the way that um neighborhood complaints mm. um started playing out in uh, around various like gay bars was that they were allowing smoking and that the neighbors could hear could could um could smell smoke and interesting yeah 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 it's it so, has it has changed quite a, i well you know and i wonder and in, in in a part of this i i also think is an effect of the pandemic and mm. um you know and i i'm a huge fan of nicole Byer, and mm-hmm. she, she talks openly about going on and off from smoking and I think she's back on now and it's, it seems like it's <laughs> pandemic related and, and she I love it with her on her podcast with her friends who are just like stop smoking she's like oh but it's so great and I'm so stressed out you know so it's understandable and you know people are outside more um, mm-hmm. less hanging out in, inside due to the pandemic and then the stress uh, yeah you know, like, I, feel like I mean I'm sure that if I if it had ever taken for me mm-hmm. I I would be there right away because yeah. God knows I have to get you know I I can't function without coffee and yeah. things like that so mm-hmm. yep. I, it's not like I don't have my addictions but um, it just so happens that cigarettes is not one of them but I just yeah. I I thought that was such an amazing um, glimpse into the mindset of the two different groups yeah yeah but how intensely Hmm. the and how self-aware the housewives are about the fact that this is their television career yes Yes. and that's what it's about it's not about them yes they have businesses or they do this or they do that but Mm -hmm. really at this point anyone who is on that show is a tv actress yes yeah (laughs) and so um, so that was so evident so that that culture clash was so evident in that moment. Yeah, really, really, really. Yeah, fantastic. <laughs> yeah, I had a good time. I had a good time watching that that episode. So yes. Um, so let's get into. So actually, this what one. happens this episode is that we are in the aftermath of that. Everybody's right. like standing is backstage, and. Um, and they're all sort of wrung out. Yeah. And what happens? So while Chantal is is talking about something that kind of confused me, everyone's congratulating Chantal. And right. Chantal's like, oh, you know, it's hard to enjoy this. I don't sleep. Um, thinking right. of getting to the final three, I just, it seems like she was taking, saying, like, I just take this, like, you know, day by day. Um, and then in walks Christian. Mm-hmm. 
And that. Oh, I can't. Uh, oh, I think actually she was saying something different. Okay. What was she saying? I was so confused because, because they cut to the other designers as if something dramatic happened. And I right, she's she she goes, yeah, I won. I can't. This means I can't sleep on being in the top three. She's oh. saying I can't sleep on it. Oh, so like, I have to she's win. sort of she's yeah she's like revealing that she is competitive, and oh, okay. and you get like this weird whole like reaction from from uh, Christina. I know who's like suddenly like freaked out by it and and that i mean we see exactly where that beef goes <laughs> yeah. down the road yeah. Yeah. but but i mean it's like they're you know it it definitely feels like okay how are we going to wring some drama out of this uh, definitely. and uh and there doesn't seem to be a whole lot of drama in that particular storyline so instead, we introduce drama by having Christian walk in and let them know that there's like a, it's time for their next I mean, challenge. I felt so sorry for them, and I thought, like, what time is it? I just want to know yeah. what time of the day. Yeah. Because they must have been sitting there for a while because they walk, they follow Christian out into the runway, mm-hmm. and there is Elaine Welteroth, and um, and she's just like, oh, and Christian's like, we only have three challenges between you and fashion week and your next challenges starts now um mm-hmm. elaine sees them walking in she goes hi designers oh wait are you guys tired i'm like of course they're tired yeah. elaine. and you're no heidi uh no exactly you, you're, <laughs> heidi, you're actually heidi concerned but heidi would be like "Ooh." <laughs> he- heidi would be like I hope you're not tired. <laughs> what is that? Are you yawning? Seriously? Do you want to be here or not? Why are you yawning? In the middle of your yawn, I'm going to ask you. I want the camera to pan towards you, and I'm going to interview you about yeah. why are you so tired? What what happened? Like a whole yeah. challenge? Uh, Elaine, we're, we are glad that you're not Heidi. Yeah. But. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she feels, I, yeah, maybe she's like, she's actually feeling a little guilty for having to come back out and do another one. But she has to introduce the next challenge. And she's like, oh, yes. you see our models here? So all the models are sitting um, in a row in their director cha- de- director chairs or, or actually like, hair and makeup chairs with hairstyles mm. created by um, some very special up and coming hairstylists. And mm-hmm. um, then all of the up and coming hairstylists come out and they're all black. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so Elaine says in an effort to increase representation across the fashion and beauty industry, um, Tresemme has created the Future Stylist Fund and that supports and elevates up-and-coming hairstylists mm-hmm. with scholarships and then also access to incredible career opportunities like being on Project Runway. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's specifically for black hairstylists. And mm-hmm. Elaine goes, are you ready to meet them? And she just turns to all of the stylists and just like, hi, ladies. And they all wave back and say hello. And that's it. We'll meet them later. But it was a very awkward cut because I feel yes. like they did yeah, yeah. themselves, but they cut it out of the show. Yeah. 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 So, I mean, so what do you think about this challenge, Ernest? Oh, my gosh. Okay. So I'll just say I have a pet peeve. I have pet peeves. 
Um, okay. <laughs> pet peeve words <laughs> that we don't have enough time for me to really explain on the show, um, on, on, on our, our podcast. Because these are deeply so, Just please note that, listeners. There are things for which we do not have enough time. Yes. <laughs> we, we need more than three hours to you can, expound upon. You can, you can say thank you now. <laughs> Because there are things that we spare you. <laughs> okay, because I I I really am not into uh, very short hand references to things like representation. Mm. Um, I'm really not into black girl magic. Um, <gasps> I'm really you sorry. For oh, okay. That. <laughs> Thank you. I mean, saying that. Okay, great. Because it's a pe- it's a that's one of my number one pet peeves. <laughs> About all of these things. I mean, it's like (laughs) my my wish for the 2020s is that black girl magic could stop speaking truth to power. Please. It's like it's like these are these these are things that started out as powerful utterances that Mm -hmm. have so thoroughly become cliche. Yeah at the moment that it's so hard for me to hear them. Yeah. And I, you know, and and there's something about that term at the time when it came out that I thought about, you know, the trope in, in cinema called the magical Negro that Mm -hmm. um, I think it's attributed to Spike Lee, um, like a, like a, a Spike Lee rant about Mm -hmm. these tropes of, of typically black men in movies that are just kind of there. Sometimes they're actually magical, <laughs> yeah, like well, Cutter Vance is exactly. is the prime is, is the prime person. They're not Perfect the protagonist. Example. No, they are not, but they are there through the their their connection to the soulful plane mm-hmm. to facilitate the soulful spiritual um, the spiritual advancement of the protagonist. Yes, yes, yeah. They're basically um, a catalyst for something that's transformational for the protagonist, which is typically a white person. Mm -hmm. Um, And they are given some type of um, fate. I I would say like false authority in that sense, where um, you kind of put them into a realm. I love soulful. Would you say like soulful plane? Yeah. They're not quite human. Like they're in human form, but they're also not quite human. It's almost like this idea of like the extraordinary person or or black people have to be extraordinary in some type of way, almost like inhumanly extraordinary for them to even be on some type of level in terms of the narrative. And so and 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 they're the 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 they're connection with the deeper spiritual order Mm. and and the magic is in a weird way compensation for their exploitation yes yeah like like so it's like oh you didn't cause an actual person with um desires and Mm -hmm. shortcomings Mm -hmm. uh suffering Mm -hmm. like like there's suffering is like christ-like or something because it's so more deeply spiritual yes yeah and it's and it's like yeah this goes back a long a long way yeah yeah so and the thing with black girl magic is you know what what has happened and it's the same thing with terms like 
that I <laughs> I hold dearly, like like self care. Um, you know, when I talk about my work, I have to be very specific about what I mean by self care, um, because it's not necessarily uh, now it's it's sort of attributed to like spa day and getting your nails done or some type of um, beauty regimen. And with Black Girl Magic, what um, really um, concerns me is again, I think this extraordinary air around it where Mm -hmm. there's some type of magical element to black Mm -hmm. girls um there's also something inherently excellent um Mm -hmm. and and also um something that it it puts a lot of emphasis on a a certain type of aesthetic as well be it like performance or even how you look physically there's this Mm -hmm. um there's a striving and in a way where it's uh, it, it kind of thins out and, and flattens black women, I'll say. Um, yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's like it it is. Um, like, why are we talking about magic when talent and um, and tenacity and intelligence and ability are right there yeah yeah like it like like it it and and power yeah right yeah and i kind of get it in a way you know and i understand i understand the essence of it where it is sort of this over it's a overcorrection also is very heavy it's a correction for right. um de- the demeaning and like and just cultural um uh i'll just say like cultural uh violence towards black women mm-hmm. um and yeah and suppression it's, it's yet yeah, suppression and dismissal and erasure and so it's working against a lot of actual real forces um mm-hmm. but for me it feels like a reactionary rather than a celebration of what just is there right so um so yeah so so this is the tresemme <laughs> this is the tresemme about fucking time challenge yes, exactly <laughs> that's basically what it is where i'm like this is i'm and i and okay and talk about the challenge like i am so glad that they're focusing on specifically black women because mm-hmm. there's something very specific about black hair that right. we've been hearing about all the time. And I think about, and we'll go into it where, um, so let's, let, we'll go through this where uh, we get to actually meet these, these stylists. And um, because the challenge is they'll be able to work with the designer. So they'll be paired right. up with the designer um, who will be chosen via Y tooth comb by, <laughs> by Christian. <laughs> I wonder right. if there was a conversation about <laughs> Afro picks and people were like, no, 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 no. We can't use right. an Afro pick. Let's use a wide tooth comb. Because, because <laughs> black women don't use buttons. Like, I mean, what? I like, know. What? It has to be about hair and it has to be. And I'll say like, when they pulled out that comb, I was just like, oh my gosh, this is so specific. Uh, I I didn't mind the code. I just I thought they were funny, but also yeah, no, it is this interesting thing that they're doing here with with uh, with these combs. Um, I, I I actually wish they would have chosen Afro picks um, just to be super <laughs> uh, committed. But um, mm-hmm. so yeah, so they so that so that's how they pair up at pair up people where Christian out of the box pulls um, a white tooth comb, and right. they get their names chosen. So we have Coral 
who gets paired with Arkesha, whose hairstyle is a creative pony. So they've they're all mm-hmm. sitting behind the model that they worked on. Um, right. And Chantal gets paired with Aluchi, who did Bantu knots on their model. Right. Aaron gets paired with Ariana, who has long braids. And mm. we have Christina, who is clearly terrified of having to do another thing where she's working with someone. <laughs> yes. Yes. Gets, um, gets eye shot or, or, or a shot. And then mm. Ashad's style is chic and sleek. Mm-hmm. Then we have Bones, who gets a someone who I'm calling Miss Copper, um, mm-hmm. creative buns. And, mm-hmm. and then we have uh, Chastity, who gets paired up with a duo, Agnes and D- um, Devonay, and they both have done twists, which I love that um, this style that Agnes and Davine have done is so intricate intricate, and all they call this is twist. I was just like, oh, <laughs> these look like more than twists. It's a sculpture of hair. It's so beautiful. Mm-hmm. But what I made a note of is that Bone says like, yeah, there is such a lack of representation, meaning there are a lack of black hairdressers or people right. who are um, versed in working with black hair. Um, and um, Bones talks about their experience going to sets because again, like Bones used to dance with Beyonce right. and has been there and um, seeing uh, um, performers or, or artists or whoever the talent is um, feeling really terrible because the stylists there weren't, um, didn't know how to work with their hair. Mm-hmm. And um, there is that really famous documentary about Isaac Mizrahi um uh, the black and white. And I think about that because there, mm-hmm. there are several shots of Naomi Campbell, mm-hmm. not only doing her own makeup, but also doing her own hair because yeah. she was just in, in very nonchalantly where she just showed up. And then, you know, we have um, Evangelista in a chair. We have, you know, all the other white models in a chair and she's by herself doing her own stuff as if mm-hmm. it's just a thing. Um, and so we have, let's see here. Um, we go back to, okay. Yes. So they're going to be able to meet with their, um, their partners for 30 minutes. Um, they're going to sketch and then they're going to go backstage and actually interview them a little bit and collaborate. Unfortunately, this is a one day challenge, um, which I thought was kind of unfair. <laughs> On this, yeah. I mean, really? I, I mean, yeah, because the looks are going, I mean, they're not, they got two days with the housewives mm-hmm. and, and I think with whenever they do a collaboration, especially with something that's this important, um, not only for them, but for the hairstylists who are, um, getting experience, but also, um, visibility, mm-hmm. then don't you want to make sure that the designers do the best that they can? Um, yeah. so this was unfortunate. I thought, yeah, anyway, so um, they meet up in the back with mm-hmm. their stylus and we have bones with copper and um, essentially all of them are kind of talking about like, you know, why they went into doing hair and mm-hmm. a lot of them have personal stories of instances where uh, they, they got into um, um, a scenario where they realized, Oh, I have to learn how to do my hair. Um, and to this, I, I really related to because mm-hmm. um, I've had that story where I uh, I used to wear braids a lot. Mm-hmm. And one time I went to get my braids done and the woman doing my braids made them too long. 
Um, and they were so heavy that I decided to just take them out. And I spent a summer figuring out how to do my own hair. Mm. And that's, that's when I realized, I'm like, oh, why don't I know how to do this? Oh, because my hair is constantly in braids because I was an athlete running right, and right. playing tennis. And I needed a, a style that was uh, easily easy to maintain. Um, mm-hmm. And also my hair is kind of uh it's like it's finely textured so that summer i realized like i can't do an afro so mm-hmm. what, what are my options and that's mm-hmm. when I, I think after that summer that's when i decided to get locks because i went to a, a woman in uh shout out to lamert park los angeles and she consulted Woo! and i went there to get twists i was like i want twists and she was like Mm-mm, i think you need to commit to locks and i did it was great but it took like a whole summer of me being like, what is this? Like, what? Oh, my gosh. Right. What works for me? Um, because, uh, you know, it's like uh, to, to be um, it takes a lot more time. Mm-hmm. Um, so we have like a really wonderful story with Aaron and Ariana. Um, uh-huh. Another thing I can relate to where Ariana was like, yeah, in 10th grade, uh, it was picture day and it was raining and half of my hair was a poof ball. Um, it had gone back, as you say, and mm-hmm. the other half was straight and she had to take her picture like that. So she probably has um, a, uh, you know, a documentation of that day where she's like, yeah, I've decided <laughs> I'm going to take my hair seriously. Um, we have Aluchi who's working with Chantal and Aluchi is Nigerian mm. and um and is explaining that like in oh, Nigeria, everyone's so expressive with their hair. Um, and and uh, Chantal, they, Chantal and Alushi decide to do like a 90s throwback thing um, because the Bantu right. knots remind Chantal of Alicia Keys. Like mm-hmm. the one time Alicia Keys wore Bantu knots. But uh, weirdly enough, Alicia Keys uh, guest judge on RuPaul's Drag Race this week. <gasps> really? I have yes. not caught up. What, she, what was she, what was her hair like? You know, did she have did she have bone two knots? I think she might have. Um, she, you know, I think one of her big things mm-hmm. is is not wearing makeup. Yes. So I think she was wearing like the amount of makeup so that you do not look like a ghoul on television. Yeah. Um, but that was kind of hilarious in the room I with mean... a bunch of drag queens. <laughs> right? I mean, because she really famously stopped wearing makeup, where yeah. a lot of people were just like, oh my gosh, what is she doing? And I'm like, oh, yeah. this is amazing. I, you know, I, I, I love her for that. Yeah. It gives me an excuse not to, to keep not yeah. wearing makeup. So anyway, yeah. that's Chantal's, yes. Yeah. That's, that's Chantal's take. Um, yeah. Anything else here? Basically, they all get along well, and even Chastity has the duo. Um, Chastity... We're kind of no. Go ahead. Yeah. Well, we're kind of we're we're down to six designers, which means that everybody starts getting a lot more backstory. Yeah. So we start hearing um, uh, almost across the board, except for Christina. We start hearing more about everybody, and mm-hmm. this episode is a lot about Chastity. Okay. It's, uh, and, you know, so it's about Chastity's, like, raising her daughters. Yeah, yeah. And how she felt about, you know, how she's been feeling about her life. And there's mm-hmm. just been a lot of it. We also hear about um, Bones's father. Mm-hmm. 
um, having uh, having just had a, a cardiac episode and mm-hmm. um, and having to have surgery and recovering from that and Bones's anxiety around that. Right, right. We'd see a really super cute picture of Bones's dad. Yeah. Uh, you know, <laughs> so but but basically we're um, uh, uh, Chessie talks about um, sending sending sis back to the motherland at the at the end of her consult yes she does (laughs) this is complicated for me because oh my gosh again like you don't have enough time but uh i'll just say i'm losing i'm i'm reading sidia hartman's book uh lose your mother huh And uh, she talks about this going back to the motherland and how comp- and how fraught that is. Um, and I'll just say that, like, for this at this moment, because to me, chastity looks like a child. And, um, you know, and I, I, I just she just looks so little um, for mm-hmm. her age and for someone who has two kids and um, and a husband. And she's very, very wise and wonderful. And mm-hmm. um, and she has like the duo. So they're four and and their model is also black. And so they have a, the, the, these four black women together and they're having a mm-hmm. really great time. And um, and to see the the, the two stylists it, who are just like in awe of chastity mm-hmm. and chastity's like in very much in authority um, uh-huh. and going like oh we're we're going to take this back to the motherland and uh both of the girls go yes together in unison <laughs> yeah in unison and yeah yeah i mean there is and and that's i guess that's also where i balk at the term magic huh. there is a there is like like what a long overdue moment mm-hmm. on project runway yes. like in the same way we talked about um on all stars a a few seasons back when suddenly all of the finalists like the four finalists were all um black queer men yeah and what how that changed the workroom and how it changed and it was like this is a okay here this is an amazing moment on television Mm -hmm. to like when do you hear for black women discuss their creativity and yes. plan a project together yeah that's yeah. really really uh, that's really important yeah and, and then it's but there's also this weird way in which the vocabulary that everybody has access to within the context also feels a little inadequate yes you know yeah. and i and i felt it was like the same way with zayden where it was like don't just put this slogan on on a a, a fucking piece of clothing because that doesn't do it like yeah. everything that you're already doing that is so much more powerful like do like think about that yeah and and but the language that we have access to yeah to talk about these things and particularly to talk about them in the context of television yeah um is so sort of impoverished and feeble yeah yeah i totally agree because there are so many moments like that during this episode where i was like oh my god i can't believe this 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 has never happened on this show ever mm-hmm. ever and this is wonderful to see and we need to see more of this and and it, it was in, in that moment in particular where uh you know there's real mentorship happening 
Yes. And they're, they're really good examples of what a good mentor looks like. And, um, and that's one of the things that really stood out for me with here where these, these women are looking up to chastity who, mm. um, um, is, is, you know, herself, uh, fairly young, um, but has a good amount of experience as a business owner. And we've just come from an episode where she was working with, uh, you know, the grand dame, Karen Huger, um, like looking up to her <laughs> and having this other generational moment. <laughs> right. <laughs> and here yeah. we have, you know, uh, like a moment of, of being able to kind of, um, uh, guide, um, two young hairstylists who are looking to be guided and are clearly um, in like a dream case scenario where they're being mm-hmm. taken seriously and being met um, on, you know, as, as professionals, as equals in a sense. Um, I just, I just really loved it. And then also I, I'll yeah. have to say that I love when they're all t- saying goodbye to their Silas, their adorable mm-hmm. Silas that, um, Copper tells Bones to get some rest and to get ready to work tomorrow. I was like, okay, Miss Copper. <laughs> Where I think she's clearly the oldest in the room. Like she has this this very uh wise energy about, yeah. about her. Where she's like, uh, so I'm in control, I'm your mentor. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so Oh my gosh. And then we cut to Aaron's birthday very very sweet it's the next morning it's the next morning we're on the roof Mm -hmm. Carl comes out carrying a donut cake Uh, and Chantal is singing singing the second verse of happy birthday in Spanish mm -hmm. um, which Mm -hmm. I which I really freaking love and it's Aaron's 40th birthday yeah it's they have a a little moment to celebrate together they all like each other yeah. Yeah. I mean, you <laughs> know, Aaron. Bones is Bones is sort of standing back a little bit. A little bit. A little, a little bit. bit. Yeah. But yeah. but you know, it's I, thank goodness that they're not taking this as the moment to make more beef. Yes, yes. You know, and we're and and we're hearing a lot about Aaron. Right. Right. This episode. Um, I was worried. I was very worried about this because I mean, I feel like having a birthday on Project Runway is bad luck. Mm-hmm. I don't mm-hmm. know the exact details. You know, I don't have any specific examples, but I didn't have a good feeling about this. Mm-hmm. I was like, great, you're t- you're turning forty on Project Runway. But I don't think that's that's well for you. But the things that he has to say about it are very sweet. Oh yeah, <laughs> he's totally. like, and and I think you get the feeling that he is surprised by how connected he has become with the other designers that's the that to me is the overwhelming Hmm. sense of it that i don't think that he expected this to go this way Hmm. interesting yeah i i huh i like that observation i like that because he always seems so bashful and so kind of um yeah generally uh i would say like emotionally overwhelmed by by moments Mm -hmm. so so yeah all right. And then it's off to mood. Off to mood, where they meet up with Christian, who wants to emphasize that this is a very different challenge from last week. Mm-hmm. It's, it's not a, a client challenge. This is a collaboration. And Christina is like, thank you. And mm-hmm. Chastity pushes mm-hmm. over and strokes mm-hmm. her face. And this is a moment 
you know, and I know like we we do our Christian versus Tim moments, but these yes. are my favorite Tim moments when Tim explains why these challenges are different and mm-hmm. gives them a little bit of ground, like a ground to kind of work from to kind of help recenter them on what the challenge mm-hmm. means. Um, but, you know, Christian doesn't do that. That's fine. No, because Christian has a, a lot of impishness to maintain. <laughs> <laughs> yes, imp is a good word. Because this is a really tough time and mood, I will say. But there's 30 minutes to shop, $500. Mm-hmm. We see a little bit of swatch. He's we get a like we get quietly, a shot of swatch quietly looking up at you know yes whoever's Look, looking down. his age yes little swatch swatches swatches getting along there yeah. I'm I'm preparing myself I mean or like I I do not think it is oh. gonna be that much longer which is oh, horrifying right. to think but I know. you know um well at least but we get yes to see we do get today. to see a shot of him. And let's see here. Bones is going back to the Met Gala, so that's that's their inspiration running through so, um, mood. I think we've talked about this before, mm-hmm. but it's interesting the way that the Met Gala has stopped being a has has stopped being a vehicle for New York socialites. Mm-hmm. And started being what seems like a major event in the African American celebrity calendar. I'm telling you, black people, and I'm, I know I'm saying this generally, but I'm like, black people love the Met Gala, <laughs> which is which is fucking wild when you think about the fact that like this is an institution that does not have a good relationship with Africa. No, like they do like, not. Like this is an institution <laughs> they do not. that 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 maybe is i think returning one or two of their benin bronzes I think they but finally has a whole batch the, of other ones that I, they're I think they not finally returning re- did they return the uh the pyramid <laughs> i think they um no okay so there's there's a lot of stuff that rockefeller's plundered from all around the world mm-hmm. that's up in that museum yeah yeah um i mean i have a lot of gratitude towards it as a kid because i went a lot with my parents mm-hmm. because they could we could all get in for like a quarter a piece um and that was that was a, a good cheap like trip out yeah in in growing up in new york but still like it's a complicated institution and it's really interesting how it has become the yeah. showcase for um for black folks to like yeah you know have an a, a what is i guess a very important cultural display and bones is deep into it bones is like it, bones yeah. this is about a met gala yes like i have a feeling i it for as many um challenges as possible it is about the met gala for for bones um mm-hmm. it makes me wonder <laughs> if bones has like bones almost went to the Met Gala or something like that or has gone but um 
but yeah, yeah, there's like a, you know, definitely I started taking a lot more notice of people talking about it because of um, the Comme des Garçons year that mm. Rihanna just basically broke the internet mm-hmm. looking amazing in a uh, an actually avant-garde outfit. Yeah. Um, but yeah, yeah, those are, there's some looks I will never forget. But um, so that's what Bones is doing. And we have a moment though with Chantal versus Christian because Chantal is in the Hyde section of mood. Right. And wants to do a whole leather piece. And Christian right. is like, oh my God, what are you thinking doing all leather in a one day challenge? And she's like, um, I was thinking pants and a jacket. Um, he's like, excuse me, what? Everything? A pants and a jacket for a one day challenge? And Chantal is just like, please leave me alone. Please don't do this to me. Um, so that's. I, I mean, to be fair, like, if someone said to you, like, make a leather suit for tomorrow, <laughs> I, I would, I would be taken aback. But yeah, I, you know, I, I mean, I was hoping. I'm like, oh my gosh, I really hope this means that Chantal is an excellent craftsperson in a way where it, she won't blink an eye at leather mm-hmm. and just knows how to do it. But then she says something like, what's the difference between fabric and leather? I'm like, do you, you, you know, right. You're not asking <laughs> us to answer that question. You know, the answer, right? I hope you know the answer. Yeah. Yeah. That, that was, that's a, that's a really, uh, it is a really odd moment. And then, um, uh, and then we see Christian talking to Aaron. Oh my gosh. That was a really um, interesting moment. Cause Aaron is in the satin section. Yeah. Talking about a raincoat. Right. A trench. And... Yeah. A famous famously useful <laughs> material. Yeah. For satin. <laughs> for outside. So Christian is like, why don't you go downstairs and like find like like go to like where they have the material that you use to make <laughs> Why would you just wear a white coat yeah i you know yeah um and then and then aaron i mean he he does make a demented choice but i <laughs> but we we can get to that like yeah, later yeah. on um <laughs> yeah and then and then we get like the attempt to put together the the Christina um, Chantal beef. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Christina like doesn't have enough fabric. Oh, uh, um, she's yes. She's gonna do all. She decides that she's gonna do this sort of like stripes and stuff, but mm-hmm. the fabric is there's not enough. So she gets a number of different patterns in the same tones. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there's a thing where she needs to get ribbon and she goes up to the she's at the notions counter Mm -hmm. and um chantal's already there and uh is not immediately accommodating of her and christina gets like freaked out about it yeah yeah and it's like what (laughs) i i i love this moment where chantal is like uh i'm next I'm going yeah. to get my buttons and then you can yeah. get your ribbon. And Christine's like, oh, this is just like the energy that I don't need. Because remember like five minutes ago when she said she wanted to win Project right. Runway? Oh, my God. Right. That is yeah. like, oh, come on. That's scandalous. I'm like, oh, someone said they wanted to win Project Runway. What? Yeah. Like, that's not a big deal. Yeah. It's not dramatic. Yeah. And yeah, I'm I. Uh, I guess I'll lay it out here. Like I'm, 
I'm done with Christina. I was wondering what you thought about because I mean her behavior the past couple of episodes has been. I mean, last episode I kind of understood it a little bit more, but this one with Chantal, where Chantal has been nothing but really supportive, at least on camera for everybody, but um, but Christina. Well, Chantal went home for Christina's fuck up. Oh, that's the thing right. that I will I continue to talk about. Thank you. It's like <laughs> it's like Chantal got eliminated because yes. Christina screwed up. Yes, yes. I you know, and I have a blind spot. I have a blind spot because Christina is on my bracket and I really do push that out of my memory. <laughs> yeah. Actively. Never let it be forgot. Thank you, so, <laughs> so so you know, I'm I you know, as a crypto Freudian, there may be some defensive formation <laughs> in Christina's like, you know, anxiety about Chantal's attitude. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That is, I think, uh, um, a very valid observation and theory. Just my reading. Just my reading of the situation. Anyway. I I shall take that. It doesn't matter because this is, as much as the producers wish this was a real beef, it isn't. It doesn't have, nothing goes anywhere afterwards. Everybody gets the notions that they need and we head back. I don't think there's anything else that really happens at Mood, right? No. We go back. They just go back. Yeah. Um, we have Coral, who I I I really love Coral's voice, and so I'm not making fun of her. She's like, I want the judges to know that I can do more than just dresses. So I've been thinking of a jacket, but yeah, um, I'm thinking of making it out of leather. And I, what I love is how where we didn't see Christian berating Coral for getting this mm-hmm. leather, and she's going to do a whole jacket out of it. Right. And um, here we have, and we have Chastity, who's talking about um, her thoughts around hair um, and and black hair being, or she describes black hair as being your crown. Um, and then she's talking with Davine and Agnes, um, kind of going through because Davine and Agnes want to use wire in mm-hmm. um, in their design, and um, and so this is the po- the point in the workroom where we realize that. The um, designers have uh, these pads um, or these iPads where they can call, they can call and consult with their hairstylists throughout the day, and mm-hmm. um, so we kind of see them kind of checking in because we have Bones, who has the messy bun and wants to kind of the way you would me- mess up a bun, you you pull it, you tuck it, you drape it. Mm-hmm. That's essentially what Bones wants to do with the fabric. Um, and then we also have Bones. <laughs> messing around with a thread crown a thread cone um which i'm you know i'm just curious about this because i feel like you can thread a cone on on a sewing machine but there's this crazy <laughs> moment where i'm like man y'all are tired where bones is using a drill to thread a cone <laughs> yeah <laughs> so um all right so we go through um more of the designers with their stylists we have chantal and alucci um, and I realized that Chantal has been wearing her clothes, not only in, you know, the workroom, but also in the talking heads, because mm-hmm. she has this jacket that has like a wavy, has wavy seams. And she's thinking of creating um, a, sh- a jacket that has the same kind of seams where they mm-hmm. kind of wave. And then in her talking head, she's wearing this suit 
thing that almost looks like a play on a, an 80s power suit that also mm-hmm. has these waves and the huge buttons that she's been getting from, from Moon. It's really, really interesting. Mm-hmm. Aaron is speaking with Ariana about incorporating chevrons to complement the braids. Mm-hmm. And then Bones and Copper have a, a discussion around the theme of this Mangala. And the theme will be wear your heart on your sleeve because Bones literally has a tattoo of a heart on the mm-hmm. arm. And uh, so does Miss Copper. Copper also yes. has a tattoo. So it's, it's Kismet. Um, just like the accessories challenge where Bones and the person that he that they partnered with both had crystals in their pockets. Mm. Just like Bones lucks out on partners in these in these challenges, in my opinion. <laughs> we also get to see some of Bones's painting. Oh, that's right. Which is nice. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. There's um, yeah. It's all. It it all seems. It all seems, you know, reasonably, reasonably good. There's, yeah. there's not a major crisis going on. Not really. Um, I would say, okay. So Christian then comes in for mm-hmm. the crit, kind of like, you know, waltzing around and talking at people about, you know, his disdain for their clothes. And mm-hmm. he goes to Chastity first. Chastity has settled on a tiger print. Mm-hmm. Um, and Christian's like, okay, so you're going with the animal vibe. And mm-hmm. I'll say this is not what I was expecting when she said Sis was going back to the motherland. Um, I was kind of, <laughs> Mood has so many prints, so many prints. Um, they also have an Ankara section, and I'm kind of uh-huh. glad she didn't even go to that. I'm glad she didn't do yeah. Ankara. I'm glad she didn't pick anything um, very uh, overtly related to like a, I would say like a tradi- what you traditionally think of, of an African print. Mm-hmm. So it's interesting that she settled on a tiger print. Um, and so Christian's whole thing is like, you have to be real uh, refined with this because you've chosen, you've, you basically have put all your eggs in this one basket. Right. Um and, yeah, and it yeah. does feel like it, it. It it's strange to me as well. Like I, yes. I think it's a weird, a weird choice for the print. It is. Like I was, I all I could think about was the uproar over. I think it might have been Vogue Italia that um, put Beyonce in their, maybe on the cover or a whole spread, um, and they had like an African theme and they put her in animal prints. And right. They also, I think, like artificially, I don't know. They did some other stuff, but um, the, but I remember there was a whole debate over that, and people were were really up in arms, and um, and yeah, and I thought like, you know, I, sure, um, tiger prints are great, but in terms of like, um, uh, you know, like an African themed or something that is. Uh, you know, like I, I would have thought of something that was a little bit more specific or even mm-hmm. something that was a little um, more creative, <laughs> I'll mm-hmm. say, mm-hmm. with all the prints that are available at Mood. So, but, you know, she chose, she chose a tiger. Yeah. Um, Christian uh, goes over to um, uh, Aaron, mm-hmm. finds out it's his birthday. Mm-hmm. Um, runs off to another portion of some other 
plays like the accessory wall or someplace near the accessory wall and steals a purse yeah and gives it to Aaron it's like happy birthday look what I just got you yeah yeah Aaron's just like you know what uh I love a good stolen handbag but well, he says, I love some... a pearl necklace. Oh, I love a pearl so necklace. So he's like, yes. like <laughs> all right, well, if we're going to get dirty. Yeah. That is, yeah. That is, yeah. Gosh. Um, uh, which will probably, uh, which we will, we can talk about later on, actually. Oh, okay. Yes. Yeah. Let's... <laughs> Note that. Bring it um, up. Yes. Uh so and they're they're sort of talking about the look and what mm-hmm. it could be and 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 so here's the here's the thing it's like Aaron got this vinyl and has like a really great plan for the coat but it's like a transparent coat like yeah. like like why did Aaron get transparent vinyl i i is the question i mean here. yeah it it gosh it's really he got uh transparent vinyl so it's like a it's a soft yellow it's a soft blue Mm -hmm. um those colors together were also very weird choices to me yeah well it makes me it it feels very varsity it feels very you know again from la very uc it feels very uh university Mm -hmm. very california what were I mean, your thoughts on? Uh, <laughs> uh, I I sort of want to sh- save my thoughts for <laughs> a late for a later point of the episode. <laughs> okay, all right. Well, because I... <laughs> given where we are at right now, it's like we're really dealing with like the vinyl. We're dealing yes, with like the transparency yeah. of the vinyl. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you know, Christian's thinking about like, okay, think about like your streetwear look and how mm-hmm. have you made that and et cetera, et cetera. And I think, does Aaron say something about like, I'm really tired of being like the second person picked? Well, he always or, says that. Yeah. Always says yeah. it. And and I and in this moment, um, you know, he kind of slipped in some bona fides because Christian's like, okay, so I'm so glad that you it did this and got these vinyl things, but is mm-hmm. it going to now get all costumey, which I feel came out of nowhere. And Aaron was like, right. actually, you know, when I showed it in New Orleans fashion week, I did do a costume shop uh, collection and people loved it because they're wearable pieces. And um, I don't think this is the one challenge. I don't remember him saying like, I want to blow this. I want to, you know, right. Right. So maybe that was park. last week that he was sort of talking. About yes. It or yeah. Something. When he was talking yeah. to Giselle. Yeah. Um, so, uh, because next is Christina, next is Christina, who, is still who again has something big and billowy, yes. Um, yeah. and uh, you know, Christian likes the pants that she's making. Mm-hmm. It's not, he's, he's like, you, you basically have made like this big kimono caftan over here, mm-hmm. it's not really clear what it is yet, yeah. I mean, Christina is, and you sort of pointed towards it, is quite justifiably gun shy at this moment yeah um as like feeling really shaky in terms of what she's doing yeah because she keeps saying that she's not gonna do anything that's too risky right um whatever that means so yeah um, next we have have coral who is doing a bustier jacket with a skirt Mm -hmm. 
and right. looks like she has it down. Um, I think Christian is really into what she's making. Doesn't say anything about the jacket being in, in all leather because even at this point, she's in a good spot. Right. Um, but then Christian. Well, she has a lot of the jacket on the form already. Yeah. I uh, mean, like. Yeah. She's knocking it out. There's no drama the, around but, that. But the thing that he does say is like, well, figure out what this has to do with the ponytail. This is what surprised me because that stumps Coral. He's like, so what yeah. does this have to do with the ponytail? And she was like, oh, oh, um, oh, oh. And I was like, come on, Coral, make something up. Yeah. <laughs> a, a, you have like, you have the one white um, model. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so 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 the ponytail not an obscure hairstyle right no. i mean admittedly like this one had these like sequence of of um of shapes in it like mm-hmm. these sort of um like a series of balls yeah down it. yeah all right that's a that's a little bit but but that's like a specific thing that you could have worked off of and it's like she does not it's yeah yeah if it's for some reason yeah i it's the things that stump coral because i was so happy at the very beginning she's like oh i am so excited about this challenge as opposed to oh i don't know how to do this challenge and i'm like okay great and then here we have sort of the easiest thing the thing that you should have thought through that's this is the crux of of the actual challenge is yeah how does this relate to the hairstyle (laughs) Then we got Bones, who has got like a ton of fabric and makes and... Christian carry a lot of it, which yes. Christian is not happy and is, about. And is kind of really we go, we kind of we go back to what my thinking about Bones is, which is yeah. that he does he doesn't know how to make patterns. No, he's he's like he has a few shapes that he knows how to work with. Mm-hmm. He can drape and. Um, and come up with something in the midst of draping it. Yes. Um, but it's like in terms of like designing to a pattern, it doesn't seem like there's a lot of options there. Yeah. So he's just got like a ton of like gorgeous red fabric that he's sort of draping around the the mannequin. Christian's like, okay, well, I guess this will be something. I this mean, seems... it's the most obvious this week around that because there is so much fabric and when oh and also bones was at a sewing machine when christian comes over and yeah so when they go to the dress form together and bones is just still wrapping it around the mannequin as if yeah, nothing's yeah. been done i'm like so what were you doing at the sewing machine right hemming okay <laughs> <laughs> okay um but the decision is that it's going to be all of these it's going to be anatomically related to the heart rather than the sort right. of symbol of the heart it's about thinking about like various chambers and things mm-hmm. that represent veins yeah and so yeah. that's that's his deal yeah um so christian's like okay well we'll see and right. we do. heads out um and, and then, then we come back and it's model time model time and so we just we see first we with Aaron who is worried that the jacket is taking a lot of time because he's trying to be mm-hmm. a perfectionist. Um, and then Christian comes over and is asks, you know, the um, million dollar question like, what goes underneath this transparent jacket mm-hmm. that you made? And Aaron is very confident that he can make a jumpsuit in no time because he bought neoprene. 
Right. And that doesn't need to be fitted. And it's so easy to work with. So easy, neoprene. And 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 Christian is like, yeah, right. <laughs> okay. You know, um, Bones is draping Dee Dee in all this fabric still. Um, and and I think uh, Christian is, is trying to push Bones to actually make some decisions. Like, you can't mm-hmm. just keep draping Dee Dee in this. Can you just figure out the construction? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so... Um, and then we have Chastity with her model who is ruminating over whether or not to actually cut the fabric, um, in the front. And the model is just like, well, yeah, I'm fine. Uh, just, you know, if you want my nipples out, it's fine. I'm, I love being naked. So Mm -hmm. slash wherever you want. (laughs) Mm -hmm. So, and then we have Christina and that whole issue is, is her model didn't bring a bra. So their fitting has stalled in the corner. And I have to say that one of the things that, that Christian does do that I'm, I'm wondering what is up with this, um, this group of designers where he almost has to push them into actually doing work where you have Christina just standing there and not like, well, yeah, kind of like not really knowing how to move forward. Right. And Christian comes over and kind of talks her through, here are your options. This is what you can do. Just take this and all of a sudden you know we you know cut to uh the model is actually wearing clothes um chastity ends up slashing a dress in the front Mm -hmm. and christian says like oh okay so now that you've slashed your tiger uh, fabric it looks like tiger slashes it's if you thought it was on the nose (laughs) then it's super on the nose now like now it's now it's the rip thing (laughs) but Um, yeah so uh but chastity loves this and is sort of in a mode where she's not gonna let christian talk her out of any of this (laughs) yeah she's got she has a she's has decisions that she has made yeah um as opposed to Christina, who's kind of like doesn't quite know what she's doing, and then Christian is like, "Well, what if you do this? What if you take that arm off?" And like, mm-hmm. and, and is basically really kind of walking her through it. Yes, yeah, yeah. Like, what about this? What about like a, a line here? And it's almost like mm-hmm. there is like this that actual shove. Yeah, and the same thing with um with Coral. So Coral yeah. is is draping things and and christian's like well what about what if you did this what if you what if you did that like try mm. to drape these things now and i feel like i get the feeling that they're not efficient enough for christian during these model things right. so right. um yeah. and the, yeah the i will also say that um the chastity has this these really like demented epaulets on Where? It, on on the dress remember like before oh like, yes the, the little 3d things the, with horse hair yeah, like his weird <laughs> like waves like like what the hell are those? and i love it yeah because they were going to be on the shoulders yeah and then um yeah she's like yes so well christian's like oh my god i can't believe he chose this print and she goes look what else i'm gonna do i'm gonna make like these 3d things that are coming out of her shoulders and they're <laughs> yeah. rising because you know like um and and then she has a consultation with her stylist and makes, I thought was a great decision where she's like, you know what? Those things that yeah. are coming out of the shoulders are, are, are going to compete with the hair. So I'm going to exactly. move them down to the waist and um, yeah. them into pockets. I'm like, great. Great. Thank you. Bravo. Thank you. Bravo. <laughs> like, yeah. Wonderful decision. Yeah. Then we have um, 
the other like crazy moment i'm surprised that that didn't get the whole um like slow down ominous boom like go to commercial treatment but uh, but um what happens ernaz what happens is that with four hours until the end of the mm-hmm. day chantal's pants the leather pants that she's tailoring mm-hmm. rip they just right. bust up right around the waist while she's right. putting them on to the model right they a seam that she has sewn mm-hmm. is um which probably was not reinforced enough or mm-hmm. whatever is um uh splits yeah and she says that i also thought this was am- an uh, amazing because this is from mood and i i can't believe they let this air on the show <laughs> just saying because um it didn't look like there was a scene to me it looked like um it just split at a random spot on the back no, no, of the no. pants no okay. she had so she had sewn it there okay all right yeah um and so christian comes over and has basically what i feel like is um the vent of a season where the whole mm-hmm. time he's just like these people don't listen to me. They don't listen to me. And so instead of coming over and be like, Chantal, what about this? Where are the, these are uh, other solutions. You can go here. You can go there. He goes, I told you so. Basically. Do you, do, yeah. Yeah. He's, you know, he's like, do you have more of this? Do you have more of this? They're like, she's, you know, she's going through it. I mean, she doesn't do like a, a giant emotional meltdown. No. In that moment. Mm-mm. Um, but yes, Christian is like. I told you so. Here they are. Here they are. They a whole leather suit in a day. What, what, what did I say? I said this about them. But they listen to me. They don't listen to me. Nobody. It's like Christian. Everybody listens to you. Everybody cannot like like they can't help but hear you. I'm like maybe like, not a hundred percent of the time, but you know, like this one this one moment. Uh, yeah. But yeah, he because I, I was like, are you talking yeah. to Chantal or are you just talking to yourself and you don't care? Yeah. Mike. <laughs> like wandering around. So. So yes, Chantal has to figure out um, a, a a backup plan where she doesn't really have a backup plan. But yeah, she, yeah. She run out of fabric. She does have other fabric that she bought for other purposes. Yeah, yeah. Um. So we see that Chantal is. Oh no! Oh my gosh! Chastity. Why did I say that? Chastity right. has um edged the slashes that she made in the tiger fabric with sequins and sparkles. Yeah, um, I didn't get this at at all. I but... was, I you know, I was so confused because I didn't like this print. Yeah. First off, and then with this stuff, I was just like, oh, okay, all right. Yeah. But at this moment, um, her dress is also going to the Met Gala, and I right. thought, okay, so is the Met Gala now becoming just a bin for randomness? So if you don't really have any other place to go, then you're going to the Met Gala. Where's your girl going? <laughs> I don't know. Met Gala. Met Gala. <laughs> That's yeah. Where she's going. And um, we also have. Yes. I don't know why I started calling Chastity Chantal in my, <laughs> my notes. It's weird. Um, and we have Christina, who is rather than making a corset, she's making a, a bra with a belt. So the whole mm. issue of, um, of her model, Ariana, not coming with a bra has turned into um you know glass half full right 
and um, then you know they you know we have a, a sing along. <laughs> <laughs> I got a whole dress to finish, Duda, Duda. That's chastity to Bones. Yeah, and then Bones over there who's know. eating I... a whole sandwich is like, I also have a whole dress to make, <laughs> Duda, Duda. Yeah. Chomp, chomp. you're not getting me to do any <laughs> camp town races i'm sorry like, <laughs> i don't care how, how much you shift the content I know, like... I know. oh god at least it barely was on um key and barely the melody because mm, yes lovingly yes. neither of them can sing and it's great it works in this, yeah. In this situation yeah yeah <laughs> okay um, we also have Aaron who is trying to incorporate braiding into the jumpsuit that he's making by weaving the front bodice of, of the jumpsuit. Right. Because Aaron at this point is like, I don't have a whole lot of time. Mm -hmm. Let me do a complicated applique mm -hmm. of piecework. Mm. Cause that will, cause I can do that quickly. Yeah. And that always looks good in neoprene. <laughs> <laughs> um that is sarcasm it's that it it is <laughs> it is aaron even though he is being low-key about it mm -hmm. is in that state of mind where you go wait what what puts out fire what puts out fire what puts out fire hmm. um I can smother the fire with chiffon. No, 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 no. Wait, no. Does that put out fire? Well, uh, like gasoline puts out fire, right? I'll just dump some gasoline. <laughs> you know, that moment in panic where you like you associate gasoline with fire and think. Yeah. You're like, this is going to make it better. Oh, hotter yeah. is good. Yes. Right. Yeah. More sweat. It'll burn, out, it'll burn itself out faster. <laughs> So, oh yeah, that's a good way of putting yeah. it. Um, Aaron is overheating. Um, yeah. Meanwhile, um, uh, Chantal is on the sewing machine, talking mm -hmm. to herself. Like, yeah. like now, her version of the emotional meltdown is like she's just. She's has... like, I don't care. English, be damned. I'm gonna say everything I'm <laughs> yeah. gonna say in Spanish. Like, I don't care. Yeah. yeah. And then we have like Coral, who she's um, talking yeah. to, being like, Ugh. Um, yeah freaked out this thing rips. they all go they all go back to the townhouse mm -hmm. and it is party time time to, to beat a beat the crap out of a donut pinata it, yeah <laughs> we get to hear we get to hear chantal do like helium helium happy birthday <laughs> and this is it is like super sweet they're having pizza party yeah Everybody is sort of around the table. It's it's very it's very lovely. Yeah, it's it's really and lovely. and I will say like in you know how in previous like like last season we were talking about like missing having the designers in some sort of a habitat and it's yeah. like yeah it's yeah. like this is this is like really really nice. Yeah. Also, we get to see that Corporal is a <laughs> Beast. <laughs> and I said at the beginning, it's like it's like little coral, like like they're they're sort of swatting at the pinata, and then it just cuts to coral. Like, I mean, 
fucking and going like, I don't, I'm done with this challenge. <laughs> blah, 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 blah. <laughs> like, wailing on the pinata with a bat. And they slow it down, and she's like, she barely. I'll just say, she barely makes a dent, but for Carl. She's hitting that it, thing super hard. It, and then Bones comes yeah. over and is like, okay, let's take the bat away from Coral and put it very nicely onto the side because now I'm afraid. I'm very, very afraid. Yeah, exactly. They're all like, oh, like, oh, oops. oh, let's, let's not get between Coral and any more I mean, Aaron's like, like, I that. clocked her. I clocked her. Silent but deadly. She will kill yes. all of us in our sleep. Yes. <laughs> But yeah, and then they like rip that thing open and it's like, oh, so fun. Yeah, this is that is some wholesome, some wholesome uh, Project Runway content yeah. that oh. I'm that that I'm in favor of. I love it. It's great. So, um, um, yeah. So next morning we wake up in the condo and yes. we have Chastity on the phone with um, her daughters and yeah, folks are on, folks are talking on the phone a whole lot this season. Lot. Like everybody is talking to folks, and we also we do. I guess it wasn't during this period. Maybe it was earlier. We got to hear about Chastity talking about her own emotional points of 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 distress yeah. and how yeah. and what a difficult place she was in emotionally yeah. early on. Yeah. I mean, I think it was, it's a very, oh no, what were you going to say? I was just going to say it's the, it's the amount of backstory that normally you get from somebody when they're going to go home. Yes. So I was, I was a little worried about that. Yeah. I mean, I really, I remembered the talking head outfit from earlier in the season Mm -hmm. because it's so, and this is, this is one of those moments where I'm like, oh my God, I can't believe we're seeing this on television because Uh um, she's talking, she's talking with her children and. Um, I don't think they have a Chiron for the person they're staying with, but I'm assuming it's like grandmother or aunt or mm-hmm. some family member who's taking care of um, of her girls. And she's like, yeah, you know, um, uh, not not only in terms of, you know, pursuing my career or my children, my motivation, but um, but also it's just in terms of staying alive. And yes. it's very much in contrast to that other moment where she was just like, I don't cry. I'm a thug. <laughs> just, right. You know, I, right. I don't remember. I think it's like maybe the first or second episode. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and we see, we see, we've seen Chastity cry a lot um, since then, but there, but this is also something else in terms of the, um, uh, like, you know, talking about black girl magic that I think a lot of uh, like an emotional world or an emotional reality is covered up as well. And mm. so I really, but I thought this instance was such a revealing moment for someone who deals with depression, where at the same time we have Chastity on the phone, very Mm -hmm. um, effervescent and joyous talking to her kids who she really misses. And then side by side with this talking head from who we don't know when they filmed this, but her talking about moments where she felt suicidal and being Mm -hmm. very honest about that. And, um, and, you know, and crying through talking about this, but I'm just like, yes, like, this is one of the things where I'm like, yeah, as I, you know, I also deal with depression and anxiety and have often, especially when I'm um, speaking about it on panels, for instance, like there, I remember one time I, I made a, a note about like, I make the work I'm, I started making the work that I make now because I was losing my mind. And mm-hmm. someone at the end of the panel came up to me and said, you don't look like someone who's losing their mind. 
And I was like, okay. And I didn't know what to say in response because it's so untrue. Right. And I'm like, no, this looks, I look like someone who was losing their mind. And yeah. Chassie looks like someone who deals with depression. And yeah. I, I thought that this was sort of what I, I wish that the idea around black girl magic could do, mm-hmm. which is show like the fullness of a person. And so yeah. I, I, I just, to me, I, I love, I love this moment because Chastity's yeah. honesty is, was really wonderful here. I, I think that's why I object to the term magic mm. because it, the implication is that it's something that's out of a person's control. Yes. Yeah. That yeah. the, that the achievement is somehow, um, magical. Mm-hmm. Um, and and I could say it's magical because it happens in spite of the overwhelming forces mm-hmm. arrayed against it. Yeah. But but that's not magic. Again, that's tenacity. That's yeah. that's triumph. That's work. Yeah. Yeah. That's that is power. Yeah. Um and and it's um and so it's it's about helping people like feel in touch with their agency yes yeah and um and uh i um i don't did have you watched encanto i haven't the the latest oh no should i disney film i would say uh i'd say yes okay um it's it's a film that is about um i would say familial trauma oh and also a lot about like how someone presents versus what's going on with them yes yeah um and there is there's an entire song uh, sung by uh this person who is uh who presents as immensely powerful mm-hmm. and has to and sings and is singing about like what is happening under the surface of that oh okay yeah and and so that sense of like oh well you don't look like a person who's who's losing it mm-hmm. um is um exactly wrong i mean uh, wrong is a weird word to use but it's but it's not helpful because Mm -hmm. um a big part of so uh, a big part of why a lot of us get to the breaking point is because we've been socialized to not look like we need help yeah 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 totally and so and and so it's like yeah, my ability to present in that way mm-hmm. is actually a huge part of the problem. Yeah, yeah. And um, and it's interesting. That, I mean, when you're saying you make the you you make the work you make because you were losing your mind, it's like, yeah, so much of us, so much of what making work is, is in a weird way a cry for help, a desire for us to be seen as 
as we are, as we feel ourselves to be yes. in yeah. the world. And the hope that like, I hope somebody sees it. I hope somebody sees it. I hope somebody sees it. It's mm -hmm. like, they don't see it when they look at me mm -hmm. because I've learned how to hide it yeah. for whatever reason. Yeah. Um, so maybe this thing that I make uh, will like, let them get the clue, yeah. you know? Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. I, yes. Yes. I have nothing so, else to <laughs> so yeah it's that's yeah. that's that's an intense that that is an intense moment her conversation mm -hmm. i want to shift gears a second and say there's uh -huh. something else that we see at the at you know at the apartment in the morning which is like aaron in the in the mirror like using all this hairspray and i'm like like you 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 have arguably the shortest haircut i did I mean, not well, see no, that. that there's there is there is bones but <laughs> but it's like but it's like what on earth are you keeping in place i mean i wonder spray? if that is a jackson mississippi slash small town west virginia thing <laughs> It was just hilarious to me, like, like there he is in the mirror, like that, like spraying and touching up. I'm like, for what? <laughs> I love <So>. that because <laughs> I, I went right over. I think I just wrote him like, Aaron is really struggling with that jumpsuit. I mean, that's <laughs> yeah, that, so. exactly. All right, well, let's 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 shift again, and we run into the workroom. Um, it's runway day and um, we have, yeah, our, our normal things were mainly Aaron who is mm -hmm. having some issues. The models come in and I realize that, so, you know, I'm, I'm not going to say this. Like, there are so many details that I notice about this, but um, you were laughing and shaking your head. What were you talking about? <laughs> no, just because, because in a, in a second we're going <laughs> to. <laughs> they're gonna have another moment with Aaron that is like hilarious oh my goodness um so like okay so we have um the oh the only thing I wrote down is they go to hair and makeup um with Lacey Redway did I skip it uh well we we see Aaron like trying to address the problem uh of what's what's under the raincoat oh my gosh. and we have solution number one. <laughs> oh my god i you know it's so exasperating like i didn't aaron makes neoprene neon green or neon yellow neoprene pants in 20 minutes before the models come in yeah because he'd been dreaming about the jumpsuit and how it's a mess and he yeah. just feels like he needs to remake the pants yeah so he takes those neoprene pants he spends 20 minutes on them the yeah. model comes in, she puts on the pants, he goes, I just wasted 20 minutes. <laughs> yeah. 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 It it is it I mean it is literally like that thing that I said, right? Oh, here's the solution. Uh, yes. Like like I'll make a big loose pair of pants. I know, in, and I have to say in yellow. I mean, and also the other alternative what you made yesterday were these fitted pants. Yeah. You made fitted pants that also have yeah. their blue pants with a yellow neon chevron down the side. Yeah. Like, what? Yeah. You couldn't, I mean, like, suppose you, I, if you wanted to come up with an alternative, then, like, make a, 
fucking Judy Jetson's skirt or something. You know, I mean, like you could have like like if there was a time for a pencil skirt. Oh, yeah, totally. Totally. Or, you know, it's and it's just not (laughs) this is this is difficult. But I'm just like, yeah, just make make a bra, make a bandu top and a pencil skirt. That's all you have to do. Yeah. So here's the thing I was going to say earlier that the that Aaron's problem is not the fit of these things mm-hmm. or any of this stuff. Aaron's basic problem is the fucking IKEA color scheme that he came up with for the for this neoprene. Like you were saying that it reminded you of like a, a for, yeah stuff from uh, from SoCal, not stuff that you but wear. it's but it is fucking IKEA. He like picked the blue that is the IKEA bag. With yeah. the, and the yellow that is the ikea bag trim and there's no combination there's no shape of garment there's nothing that you can do that's not going to make people think about ikea <laughs> in this moment maybe they're like all of our furniture is from ikea and it just seeps into his brain they see the ikea water taxi every day maybe yeah. i don't know i just it's, you're right you're right i was, I was yeah. like these colors are baffling yeah. Ugh. Okay. So they go to hair and makeup. Um, well, this is where we where where we sort of see that um, that Lacey is really here as an actual character on the show. Yes. At this point. Yes. It's like, she, you know, she's been in the after show. She's been mm-hmm. like she's spoken a couple of times on like the regular show. Mm-hmm. It's like this is like oh she like part of their deal with l'oreal is that l'oreal really wants to push this initiative Mm -hmm. and this is the person who is the brand representative to push that initiative and so this is a challenge built around her yeah really and it's it it is interesting because they've been setting us up for this challenge with mm-hmm. that. And I just started watching her after show with Christian Cirano uh-huh. after, after this one. And yeah. she's really good. <laughs> she's really yeah. good. But also looks yeah. completely different for some reason on the after show than she does during the mm-hmm. episodes. But um I you know, I, yeah. I thought again, this is she's a great mentor and does what a great mentor does where they come in and she gives them the lay of the land like these are the products. Um and uh product 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 uh, placement, placement, placement. Now you drive and mm-hmm. you guys do this and I'm here to help you and I'm here to support you and here to talk a little bit about your experience as a hairstylist and experience about being black and the things yeah. that I wish that I had when I was growing up or growing up in the industry. And yeah, it's great. Total I mean, pro, amazing, on. great. It is smooth. Wonderful. Yeah. Like that's the, like, like, like give me more of that yes, and less please. magic. Please. Like I don't. That's I don't need that. That's not magic. That's ability. Yes, yes, and you know? a, and a lot of just. I mean, come on. I I just really really enjoy the support yeah. and you yeah. know um, the just like how at ease she is because these mm-hmm. stylists are very nervous. Um, they're emotional, and Lacey just mm-hmm. comes across as someone who's like, all right, let me just kind of make this as a positive experience as possible for you. I yeah. loved I loved it. Yeah. Um Christian shows up and is oh, yeah. like, oh, this is the room where exciting things are happening. Which is like, dude, that's I I I get the sentiment, but come on. But what about that's, the workroom? That's a little weird. It's better than the workroom? I mean it, it's a little it's a little weird to say. Like you could walk in and go like 
oh my god the designers are so excited to be working with all of you yes it is right yes. like there's a, like there's a lot of like uh, like oh you're bringing such a wonderful energy to the show yes there's like there's ways that you could like butter up the the um the guests without it being like oh well this is where things are interesting mm -hmm. yeah <laughs> like <laughs> he can't help so. himself <laughs> yeah i know he, he just, can't he just can't um everybody's running back and forth we see the back of aaron's uh, um jumpsuit which <laughs> i don't know what is going on and even like christian comes in oh my gosh christian comes by and looks at this and aaron really is sort of in this weird forward mode where he's like it's a mess it's going to be a cover-up job like i'm going to basically wrap my uh, model in delusions um, right. of accessories in order to cover right. this up because there's nothing I can do. I know I messed up. Um, and well, he's I think not... Aaron at this point is, I think Aaron has decided like, you know what? I had a good run. I'm going home. Yeah. Yeah. He's like, super I, like resigned. Uh, you know, cause Christian's like, what you think you're going to cover that up in 12 minutes. And Aaron's like, yeah, I'm going to do it. Yeah. Like, like yeah. he's just like, and I think he's at that point he's done. Yes. Yeah. He knows. I feel like that. Yeah, that 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 makes a lot more sense. Um, oh, Aaron. Um, yeah, we have Coral's we have with Coral. model is looking weirdly dour, like all the way through. Uh, I and and it there seems to be seems to be like an incident of miscommunication because um, the Arkesha is uh, her collaborator. And oh, right. she made, um, instead of one bun, instead of one ponytail or balloon ponytail, right, there are three. Right. Yeah. And they did talk about this in their collaboration yeah. of, like, doing more than one ponytail. Yeah. But Coral's like, oh, oh, I made changes and I never told her. I right. thought there was going to be one ponytail. And so that's, like, kind of a thing. Yeah. Where also Coral's and, like, I think I'm going to go home. <laughs> and, the, and the truth <laughs> is that, Cor that with Coral, it's like, yeah, but even if there was only one, like, still, your outfit had nothing to do with it. You but, didn't answer like, the question. Yeah. Yes. Um, yes. So, um, so then it's last looks. Um, there's a very sweet thing where all of, like, the, the stylists are um, applauding for the models yeah. and the designers as they go out onto the runway. It's very, very cute. What I like is that last looks weren't for the designers. They were for the hairstylists. Yeah. Yeah. Which I'm just like, I, you know, I love that. Like, I just really yeah. liked the the care with which they were elevating um, the hairstyles and actually kind of yes. balancing out the amount of time that they had to work on something that was, it's kind of, it's a really big deal for, yeah. um, for it, for them. Yeah. And, huge. And then we have Christina who, who pulls on one of, bones is patties and it's a blonde wig so christina mm -hmm. goes out as russian spy patty yes <laughs> <laughs> and that's our last bit before the runway yeah so okay so listeners uh check your show notes click on the link and you can pull up the cheat sheet so you can follow along mm -hmm. with us and for this runway we have our normies we have our nina garcia our elaine Walteroth, our brandon maxwell's and then we have our guest judge who Nina Garcia gets to introduce. We have a fierce 
advocate for race and size and a worldwide beauty icon. It is model Precious Lee. Um, and Precious Lee um, has, I call them death-defying breasts. Um, Precious <laughs> Lee is wearing this corset and the cleavage is, I've just, I've just been describing it as avant-garde. I was like, wow, how is that happening? How, how I'm so, I'm, I'm confused That's, and amazed. There's, there's, <laughs> there's some cantilevering going on. So great. I mean, Bones studied physics, so maybe he could tell you <laughs> something about it. <laughs> <laughs> well, love a tutorial. Thanks, both. <laughs> so anyway. Um, but Precious Lee, um, you know, does an introduction and explains says why she's there. Um, mm-hmm. She not only is um, a fierce advocate for race and size and um, and is, a you know, a, a, an iconic model. But mm. she says, like, oh, you know, I grew up in the hair salon because my father has been doing hair for 50 years. And so mm. I'm really excited to see how you guys have merged hair with fashion, um, right. which I thought was just great and succinct. Anyway, so let's get to this runway. Um, I have to say that I don't know if you noticed a new theme song that's basically someone counting to five in French. Oh, yeah. There's a there's a a. a a sort of bon- bonjour yeah. or something like that. Yeah. yeah. It's yeah. There's some, yeah. <laughs> they, you know, they've been, they've been expanding the musical. I really haven't palette enjoyed, here. I've enjoyed it on um, the, on the runway. Yeah. yeah. All right. So our first designer collaboration is bones and mm-hmm. bones has creative buns with miss copper mm-hmm. or messy buns with copper. Yes. And we have our model Dee Dee. Mm-hmm. Um, and so on the cheat sheet, I put up two images because there is a reveal. So Dee Dee comes out first wearing the quote unquote coat mm-hmm. and then takes it off and then reveals a dress underneath. Mm-hmm. Um, this is probably one, one of the my favorite things that Bones has made this season. <laughs> mm. mm-hmm. I know that it, it's not, uh, it was, it got mixed reviews. But I thought for what Bones can do, this mm-hmm. looked great. And then, um, you know, I kind of wish that the there's sort of like this, um, I don't know, like a veiny moment um, over the mesh part in front of like through through out the front of the bodice. Like I kind of mm-hmm. wish that that had been more thought through. And I, I yes. was actually OK with just the coat staying on. <laughs> I think um, it's I, I think it's one of those things where um the metaphor helps you get to a certain point mm-hmm. but then there's a point where you should just like drop the metaphor. Yeah. Like it, like, like I th- I feel like there's a moment where he's trying to think too hard about what the you know the veins surrounding the heart actually do. Right. And it leads him to make some not very graceful decisions about placement. Yeah, I agree. Whereas like a more stylized decision would have made that a bit better. I was glad that it came completely off. Mm-hmm. Like that the that the coat part came completely off because 
otherwise it was like a little too formless yeah yeah for me that's true um yeah because i i thought the drape was really nice and it looked like some very um purposeful pleats put in there Mm -hmm. um Mm -hmm. so yeah all right next we have coral Mm -hmm. who collaborated with arkisha to make Mm -hmm. creative ponies and Mm -hmm. we have some macrame uh fringe happening on the side and uh yeah i i thought oh god i liked that coral can make this jacket in one day i thought that was amazing the the jacket is like um, fantastic it's so good i mean yeah she's really really good so i yeah. think i've been you know kind of taken aback by um the things that she's you know she was holding back on this jacket so obviously she's more confident in wearing this but I, I didn't real I didn't like the pairing with the textile on the bottom. Um, it felt like it didn't yeah. belong. And also I thought and, that textile was doing too much work for yeah. her. And also like fringe is not a design choice. No. Like it needs to be said. Like there's just not it's it's like it weirdly enough, the the point of connection between the hairstyle and the and the outfit is that there's this stuff sort of hanging off of it, mm-hmm. but still, that's not a, a successful or good design choice. No. What would you do? You you remember the formal dress that, or the balloon dress that Octavio made? That uh-huh. kind of looks like these ponytails. Yeah, yeah. Because I was thinking, oh, maybe that would be too on the nose. But it, no, I think it. I I think it. It could have like you know it it could have carried it through. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, this it's. I think the solution, the problem was, uh, you know, started all the way back in the fabric choice, and yeah. it just didn't. It it's kind of um, random and misguided. I agree. All Next right. we have Chantal. Next we have Chantal. Um, I've got two looks on the uh, cheat sheet. Mm-hmm. Um, two sh- two screenshots because there's mm-hmm. a reveal with a jacket. Mm-hmm. And I really like this look for uh-huh. the like issues that she had. I thought, you know, the pants are really well made. That jacket's got a lot of those waves that she really likes happening. Mm-hmm. And then underneath the um, the halter top has the same detail through the front. So I thought the whole look together made a lot of sense. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, even even though I'm I'm not really yeah, into cargo uh, pants. I didn't. I don't love the material choice for the halter top, but mm-hmm. yeah, you know, it's okay. Yeah. Yeah. It's fine. All right. Next we have Chastity with, Oh, I'm sorry. Chantal collaborated with Aluchi to make Bantu knots mm-hmm. um, who made Bantu knots. Then we have Chastity who collaborated with the duo Agnes and Davinay and they have their twists, which mm-hmm. I think I want to change the cheat sheet to put twist sculpture, because again, I think that's hilariously simple <laughs> to describe this hair. <laughs> But um, I, I, I loved this on the runway, but I still wasn't sold on this outfit. Like I thought the whole right. look together was a thing, and I'm glad that Chastity is making something that's more interesting. Mm-hmm. But I did not like this dress. <laughs> I wasn't really into the dress, um, personally. But I love the whole look, which is yeah, strangely. You know, contradictory. No, I, I, I get that. I don't, I don't, I, I, I don't. Um, 
it again it feels like there are decisions that are just a little arbitrary to me hmm. like the beat like the beating on the front just doesn't it to me it's like um well beating's fancy so this will make it fancier mm-hmm. you know rather than like uh okay this is from this particular thing about the you know about you know the twists or something like that it just doesn't doesn't make any sense to me like yeah. why that that stuff is on there but it's fine it's, yeah it, it it is just like really fine yes yeah i totally agree next then we have aaron aaron um and <laughs> i mean <laughs> well so first question is why not make an opaque trench I wonder if Aaron didn't know that was an option. I I mean, it, it's a weird, like, I can see going like, okay, well, will they feel that this is not enough of a look? Yeah. Or is the transparent supposed to contrast with the opaque because half of the, you know, half of Ariana's hair was like slicked down and half of it was poofed up Mm -hmm. is that what it's supposed to be about or something like that but it's you know and i think like coming up with the chevron shape in response to like what braids look like was like a smart decision but i think it just like yeah and admittedly yeah if it you know i can't i don't remember what the hell i was doing on my 40th birthday and it's like weird to have to make <laughs> like a whole batch of these decisions on the fly <laughs> on I the know. day that you turn 40 oh, so gosh. like you know that's probably also part of it yeah oh man i mean weirdly enough like if he had made like a satin trench raincoat might have actually been better. i mean <laughs> It would have been impractical, but it wouldn't. It would have been fashionable, and yeah. also, yeah, and, and opaque. I I I wonder because there's so, certain things about Aaron because he mentions that he's a perfectionist. I think he has yes. like a tendency, like an OCD tendency towards things. He does get yeah. fixated in a way, and I think that's what happened with this jumpsuit where he could not stop himself. Yeah, and he he sort of does what I tend to do. Um, and we've talked about this where he did an extra thing that he didn't have to, you know, he made those extra right. pants. Right. Um, I think that was an, an anxiety move um, yes. to make himself feel like he had done all that he could. Yeah. But it was the worst way to spend your time. And I wonder if he just had blinders on where he's like, oh, I had an idea for a raincoat. I ha- I think raincoats are transparent. Or, yeah. No idea. Or, or like when he went down to the vinyl section, he was like, oh. Maybe there's something with this, but, but also it's like wrong color choice. Like what was that? What was that color choice? Man, maybe it's a a costume mind. (laughs) There's so, yeah, there's so many things that are wrong with it. All right. So, um, last is Christina. Yes. Who has worked um, with shot. And on the on the finger, finger waves. waves. Yes. Yeah. I let me just say like I I think is it Ari Ariana is that her their model's yes. name? Yeah. So gorgeous. Yes. And and often mistreated. Like like yes. not always well served. No. Um by these designers. 
Um, I like I did not like this, and I do not understand. I'm the judges were all over it, but it's like to me, like Christina is as limited in her ability to imagine patterns as Bones is. I you know I agree. <laughs> I was going. This was a this was a moment where I was on along for the ride with the judges for a lot of these decisions that they made today where Mm -hmm. for this one, I didn't understand this look. I don't Mm -hmm. see it as a half kimono, half whatever, because the, you know, on the cheat sheet, you can't even really see that there is a cuff on the right arm. Yeah. Um, It looks just like it was draped in the front. It doesn't look like there is any coat structure there. It just looks like the fabric she cut, you know, two feet of it with, and then just wrapped it around her shoulder and then tied her something around her waist. Um, mm-hmm. I don't understand why they won't taper their pant legs. There, yeah. there have been so many white leg pants this season. I get it. Like I saw some um, youngins walking into this. I guess it's a museum now. I was walking around Williamsburg yesterday. Just something in mm-hmm. Ireland. Um, there's some place that's like a pop up gallery thing and i saw all these kids walking in they're flooding and they're they're um flooding with like wide look pants and mm. i thought i'm like oh that's how you wear that um <laughs> it's just a thing and but i think right. especially with this model and her figure i would love to, to have seen pants more tailored to her body or something like or a shape um yeah with the pants period because it just it felt I, I just I kind of thought maybe I just don't get it. I don't get it. I don't get it. Yeah, I so. I didn't I I thought it was um I thought it was not very good. No. So. But the judges disagree with us, or we disagree with the judges. I'll say. Yep. Um, As we find out when we go into judging, because Christina is first. Yeah. And Nina asked, like, is it? is this what is this is it and i was like yes what is this nina great question is it a half jacket or is it a half kimono and christina goes "Mm, it's a little bit of both and and nina goes oh oh i loved it oh i loved it like are you actually charmed by christina yeah yeah yeah. so i was like oh okay they like this they like this all right okay um but preciously, what do you think about this moment? Because this is the this is the moment where I'm like, does anyone miss Heidi Klum? Because I last week with them being so sad of having to say goodbye to Anna, mm-hmm. I think I read somewhere um, where uh, Nina Garcia is not happy about having to be the bad guy, and I'm like, Heidi Klum loved being the bad guy. Yeah, yeah. And with a lot of like, we're crying over someone who's good leaving. Anyway, mm-hmm. but this moment where Precious Lee is like, listen, okay, so I am really about the decolletage. Look at me. Look at me. Well, she says the girls. The girls. Which I will say, I okay, so I have a pet peeve. Uh-huh. Um, and <laughs> it, it didn't come up this week, but it did come up last week. With Happy and Ness? Well, happy and Ness was one thing, okay. but, um, but, um, but with the, with the B word. What's the B word? Um. Oh, B-O-O-B. 
Is that it, one? Uh, but but not just B O O B B O O B I E. Yes. Which to me, it's like if you're gonna talk about breasts, call them breasts. Yeah. Like, don't use this weirdly infantilizing yes. term, which is like a way that you can sort of talk about it in a naughty way. Yeah. And in in public, but it's so I it it grates on me so much. Yeah. Yeah. It's so so the girl I'm fine with people talking about the girls. Okay. That's that's Yeah. I I I personally am not. <laughs> <laughs> okay, good. You know? I'm glad. Like, to hear I would that. rather I would rather you call them breasts. And it's so funny because I I have a feeling, especially with like last week, there's something that I think also is like a a, a bit southern about that. Like there's like a bit of like proper sensibility mm-hmm. where we don't call them breasts. We call them um, other words because I remember like growing up, my mom used to, like because both my parents are from Louisiana, and they would call them or the aunts would call them different words all together. I'm just like, why can't they just be breasts? I don't get it. Yeah. We're all adults. I mean, at yeah. the time, I wasn't adult. Like y'all are all adults. <laughs> y'all are. And I'm saying breasts anyways. Yeah. Yeah. If I was a toddler, then, then maybe that term is okay. Yeah. I feel like Heidi Klum also infantilizes them too. Like she, um, but she would say cleavage. She's like, the cleavage yeah. is wanting. Yeah. It it is not very supportive. She's not, and it, I yeah. and I agree. Ariana is not supported. Um, right. I also was just like, hats off to you for not wearing a bra to a fitting. I what? I would not. Ne- I I just mm. love that. I I, yeah. I I have so many questions. And I think it's great. But um, precious, you know, describes like what could have been done to right. improve this. And right. Christina was like, oh, we were going to wear a bra, but you can see the bra underneath. And she's like, no, no, right. no. It's like just raise those straps. Yeah, the straps like just, just short. Just like make them lift shorter. Those straps, like yeah, two inches, and you're fine. Like, like it's what's really, the problem? and it's almost like Christine again. Like Aaron, what are your options? I have no options. Right. I can't right. do anything. And I'm like, no, 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 no. These are the things yeah. that you could do. So I, I appreciated yeah. that suggestion. Yeah. Uh, next is coral. Yeah. And uh, everyone's really into the look separately from the hair right um so it's impressive the people are saying like brandon says things like this is impressive for the amount of time you had which we is a refrain throughout this judging yeah um but it just doesn't make any sense with the hair and it's obvious and the mm-hmm. judges say that and nina yeah. garcia is like what is so great about this challenge is to understand the importance of hair and makeup on your design this is mm. what went wrong here and so um but she's like however the jacket looks great and so that's kind yeah. of like the two cents that they throw to her next yeah. is, next we have bones um who talks about the inspiration being um his dad's heart surgery and, mm-hmm. and we learned that um uh, their dad is still in recovery and how the heart but the an- anatomical shape of the heart was the inspiration and mm-hmm. um what did you think about this because everyone really liked it up until nina yeah i mean i you know i think that there's uh i i again i think it's i think it's fine i think it 
I had I had the similar feeling about the again if it if it hadn't come all the way off mm-hmm. if the coat if the if the coat had just been like part of the skirt or the train that kind of wrapped around yeah it would have been bad news but but yeah it's I I think it's cute I just feel like the detailing up top doesn't make a whole lot of sense and is kind of in there mm-hmm. um to be a kind of rhetorical point but doesn't make much sense from a design point of view yeah like even the um flexibility or the transformation of it being able to mm-hmm. change lengths um yeah. was something where i'm like okay but it also feels indecisive but mm-hmm. again i i liked it i i thought it yeah. looked great um short long I, it, I mean it is like the great color choice for thanks, sure dd <laughs> yeah um that was another thing i love that bones was like dd i want this to be about you too what's your favorite color and that's why it's red um yeah you want it to be red it's really good um next we have aaron mm-hmm. and saying the inspiration was ariana's rainy day picture day fiasco there's um, there is some great um and and aaron gives it a good shot there is some great response footage of like nina just being like <laughs> i you know like go, go ahead hon tell us about it because get ready here we go this was so this is the most transparent you're going home judging yeah yeah, that yeah. I've ever yes. seen on this show. Because it's like, these compliments <laughs> cost us nothing at this point. It's like, okay, well, decision made. Yeah, they're like, you should and be everybody, And everybody involved is all like, <laughs> you know, when Elaine goes, okay, because what's underneath with all due, res- with all due love and respect, <laughs> it's like, that is... I I I have um I've I've worked with several people where it's like that phrase <laughs> when that phrase comes your way with all due respect <sighs> it's like man oh a gut <laughs> oh, just, just hit me Heart just hit killer. me right oh. in the face because that's what's gonna go on and she says that and the the wonderful editors did you catch this put in thunder sounds yeah. and raindrops <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah in the background and i was like oh this is bad this is bad yeah and especially when brandon was like can we see it without the jacket and i was like oh no and then turns around he goes well this just looks like the president of the doing too damn much club and i was like that's, I, that is i loved that but that's that was, very texas actually that was a great like from one southern boy to another so texas <laughs> like uh-uh, you know exactly what i'm talking about <laughs> yeah um, and, and, and there's also a great reaction shot from nino <laughs> when she turns around it's just like <laughs> she's like can we say go home now can yeah just... oh oh i take back my previous <laughs> my, 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 my previous level of scorn i know because she was because like... i have to i have to open up another package of scorn for this because she goes 
I am confused. Was she a gymnast? <laughs> was she a superhero? Yeah. Uh, you know what? You've had a really good run. Don't be yeah. so hard on yourself. And I was like, Ooh, yeah, he, exactly. Nina, not yet. Nina, not yeah. yet. He's yeah. not going home yet. She's, yeah, she but the fact so... is that everybody there is like, yeah, no, he is. Yes. <laughs> and, and Aaron's like, yeah, I know yeah, I am. I know, I know. I'm yeah. I mean, and then we have, you know, Chastity is next. And she says, like, her hairstylist fueled her fire um, mm. and says that she, uh, you know, the thing that she loves about black hair is that it literally defies gravity. Right. And she felt like this was something that she, um, uh, yeah, I think that's all she says. Yeah. And then um, Brandon kind of starts us off saying, like, you know, I, I, I woke up this morning wanting a runway moment. And this was a runway moment. This mm -hmm. was all that I needed. And um, also says the bust had her signature style, which was interesting to hear. Mm -hmm. Nina Garcia says it's the most impressive outfit that is ever that she's ever seen from Chastity to date. And mm -hmm. in the background, Christina starts to fold her arms on the runway when Nina Garcia says it's like, oh, all right, fine, I lost this one. You know. Yeah, yeah. Um, but and then we have um. Nina using our our phrase, our, our pet peeve of a phrase. <laughs> yeah, well, Nailin, that was where'd your I eyes go? Note. Your eyes went. Your eyes went to the top of your head. Where? Yeah, that was that was the that really was the moment. Sorry, yeah, sorry, you couldn't you couldn't hear that, listeners. This is a this is an audit an auditory medium, not a visual yes, one. Yes. But but yeah, that was like when it it's like as I. I have a lot of problems with folks using that phrase, but I especially have problems with like Nina Garcia. Yes. It. Oh my gosh. It's, oh, okay. Yeah. You know, um, unless, unless she's talking about the album Black's Magic by, <laughs> by Salt and Pepper, <laughs> <laughs> then she's allowed to. It's like, I love that song. I love Salt and Pepper and Spinderella. <laughs> Spinderella. She's a girl DJ. <laughs> Um, uh, but I, I, I really enjoyed what Precious uh, Lee had to say, where she's like, this, this looks like you were in a flow. Like, it mm -hmm. felt like it flew, flowed together. Because that, it described how I felt about it, where I'm like, I do not like this dress, but I like the look. Yeah. And that yeah. was, I thought, really yeah. helpful to hear. So And it did do the assignment of really showcasing the hair. It really did. Like, um, that's, like, that is the, like, like, in that way it it uh it it really succeeded yeah i agree um i love how elaine actually said like you're in the middle for me because mm -hmm. i was not a fan of this print and actually did feel like the design was competing with the hair so yeah um, so I, I mean that's an interesting thing right it's like the the you know it's like it it it's nina goes for for black girl magic yes um elaine is like yeah that's mediocre like let me just tell you yeah yeah and i agree i can't believe no one talked about the print yeah <laughs> like what yeah so um i'm glad she brought it down and yeah. kind of like balanced not really balanced it but tried yeah um we have chantal next mm -hmm. and saying that the bantu knots that um uh, their collaborator made reminded her of Alicia Keys having a Grammy moment, 
mm-hmm. and how describing the front of each garment piece. So the front of the jacket and the pants are, are leather. The back is tw- is twill. And right. that's sort of also how she, I, I guess she really uh, dealt with the problem of the pants um, ripping. Splitting. Yeah. yeah. We did we did skip over the thing earlier in the workroom when, oh. um, when she's talking to Coral about what happened with the pants and she blames it on rotten leather. Yes. That the leather was rotten. I'm like, okay. That's not exactly how it works. Okay. And, and that's not what happens when you buy leather from Mood. Yeah. And I, cause that's the thing where I'm like, I'm surprised that they would even air this about yeah. how they got from Mood being defective. Yeah. Um, that's, but yeah. Yeah. That yeah. was, that was a weird thing. Um, so we go into the judging. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think there's much, in, much surprise there. It's like, everybody's kind of nobody says anything that they haven't already said no not really so the 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 obvious faves are though chastity and christina right and then the obvious not faves is coral and aaron and aaron so right and and brandon's just like okay so this is what like just lay it out like this right that makes sense Mm -hmm. and then we'll have like the conversation yeah yeah so yeah all right, time to go back. Mm-hmm. And again, the winner is between Christina and Chastity. And right. uh, Nalen, who is the winner? Well, our winner is Chastity. And so we were getting all of that buildup and all that backstory um, because it's like she's destined to win this. Yes. This is her. This is her big redemption i mean it's her third win but this is like the one that is so tied in with everything um about her raising her daughters Mm -hmm. and we have a she gives a really lovely speech about that and Mm -hmm. um tears happen yeah they get um chastity crying and they get precious lee crying who obviously Mm -hmm. didn't want to cry she's like oh shit like that's the way she started crying she's like she's like oh friggin is that a tear oh no yeah (laughs) i'm on camera yeah um, but I I really like this because there you know yeah. there there are moments where um, especially with Chastity who is um, very gosh what is the word um, uh, reserved uh, not reserved or... but um, I don't know there she she's got a a standing um, like even in in this moment like there's a lot that Chastity leans on to lead her. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. she's very honest about those things that guide her. And so. Right. A, su- a support system. Yeah. Yeah. So she dedicates this one to her daughters. And yes. Talks about her oldest daughter for the longest time, not accepting her dark skin or her natural hair. And so she doesn't say this. We don't. Re- just, they don't reveal this until now. But she was thinking about her daughter and thinking, I want mm-hmm. to create something that my daughter can relate to. Yeah. Um, so. And And it's a lot like that Jeffrey's um Cindy Lauper win yeah. last season. Yeah. Right? Like that moment where it's like, oh, this is this makes a kind of emotional sense that yeah. is that's lovely to see. That doesn't always happen on the show. Nope. Nope. Um and that might just be the result of here's a really skillfully told story on the part of the editors. I don't yeah. know. But but it's one of those places where it kind of works. Yeah, it really does. Um so they say goodbye to Chastity and Christina, aka yes. Russian spy. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> <Whatever>. <laughs> Bones and Chantal are also in, so they all leave. And 
they celebrate from behind a scrim, leaving Coral and Aaron to just like longly <laughs> yeah. at them from the yeah. runway because they're the two who might be going home. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh. So, um, so yeah. Do you want to ask me who's going home? <laughs> <laughs> Since you said, who's well, way to jump on my line. I don't know. <laughs> oh, sorry, new one. Sorry. <laughs> sorry. So it is. Who goes home? The sixth, six-time bridesmaid, but never a bride. It's our Aaron from Jackson, Mississippi. So Aaron goes wow, home. Wow, I wonder if that's a record. I think it's a record. It's a like, record. At least on somebody this, at least being on, in the top two yeah, that many times. I think it, it's at least a record for this season because that's what Certainly they Certainly for this season, yeah. yeah. And shout out to um, one of our listeners who commented on Instagram. Will Aaron ever be a bride? And the answer is no. No. The answer is is definitely no. No, never. Um, And uh, not on this season. Um, And uh, and so, like, you know, he uh, also gives a really, really lovely speech. It was a very like aw shucks kind of thing. Like, but uh, but also like for somebody who has at times been like a real crab and and you know and and kind of unsympathetic at points during the season, yeah. he was really like laid out like what the experience has meant to him, yeah. what it felt like, what yeah. you know. That's a good point. Um, and uh, and and. A, a really graceful note to go out on. I think, yeah, I, I, there, I think there really was, a, we did really see it. I think a true transformation of Aaron mm-hmm. or, or a progression, I'll say a progression yeah. of Aaron. Um, and also to go home the day after your birthday, um, he went away in, in, in a very positive, he's like, listen, but the, the bright side of this is like, I got to spend my 40th birthday on project runway. That's amazing. Yeah. It yeah. was it was all it was very sweet. Yeah. Um did you watch Coral the... is really freaked out. Oh no, Coral, Coral is devastated. Yeah. Um goes back and it's a bittersweet win for her or or, or pass, I should say, not a win, but bittersweet pass. She's just yeah. Mm-hmm. Beside herself. And Aaron comforts her, um, you know, because she's like, I'm so sorry. It's like, no, I goofed. I messed up. I, it's yeah. it, it's me and it's clearly yeah the only issue with her was your outfit did not match the hair your outfit right. was impeccably made and so right. that's she deserved to stay yeah you kind of got lost but he yeah did you, you know did you watch the after show <laughs> that was the thing that I was going to talk about <gasps> yay <laughs> <laughs> did you I did I'm shocked right. at how good the so after let's, show is. So, so that question, <laughs> will Aaron ever be a bride, gains an extra resonance in the after show. <laughs> because, I mean, that was some funky shenanigans there. Evidently, while Aaron is still on the stage, like, saying goodbye... Mm-hmm. He makes this comment about one of the producers, mm-hmm. Coop. Coop, uh-huh. um, and uh, and and 
how he's now sort of free to like ask Coop out on a date uh-huh because he's no longer a contestant on the show <laughs> which I'm not that sure that that's actually how that works but okay <laughs> and there's like this weird like staged date between oh him gosh. and Coop it's which so is so it it is like more humiliating than anything else that has happened to a contestant <laughs> on this I thought I it was they even titled the portion of that show when Christian walks off essentially shirks his hosting duties to Coop and right. Aaron and they force him to have a date they're like oh um here is the date between Aaron and Coop that's a little hard to watch that was the entire title of it I think and I'm like what is happening you know because they sit there so, and Coop so is Coop like huh? seems like huh? a really kind of like a, a a sweet guy but like these producer like their job <laughs> is to make the contestants do fucked up shit mm-hmm. so that they have footage mm-hmm. and part of that is about like making them feel like they're the friends yes of of the cast because and Aaron clearly had some weird transference and is like I've really got a thing with Coop it's like very different like I'm telling like at you. a certain point you like and and you see Aaron kind of like going through this thing of like remember that point in the season where you started acting really differently towards me because of blah, 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 blah. I wrote it down. Nailing. Oh, okay. I wrote it down because this was so bad. Cause so they're sitting, they make up like a little table for them. And like they're at a restaurant, they bring out wine. Christian brings out like a pasta prop. And acts like he's a waiter. He's like, go date. Basically like shouts at them to date. Yeah. And then Aaron goes, Aaron goes, so Coop. And Coop goes, huh? And then, <laughs> and then Aaron goes, Coop, there is a moment when you looked at me during one of my lowest points. Coop goes, huh? And then Aaron goes, it changed my entire perspective on the show. Coop goes, all right, cool, dude. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, that's... And then Aaron is still... Bright-eyed and like stars, yes, still yes. in love with Coop, even though Coop has cut off the mustache. That clearly, um, yeah, one of the reasons why I think Aaron was so attracted to him is the mustache, yeah. and the mustache is gone. And Coop is just like, huh, all right, cool, dude, yeah. hey guy. And I, you know, ah, oh, poor Aaron, you know that that that's that that would totally be me. I'm like a bit of eye contact. I'm just like, oh. <laughs> What? Am I reading this correctly? No. No, you're not. No. Never no, reading this correctly. <laughs> no. An inability to process social cues is what we're talking about here. Yes, yes, that is. Oh, my God. <laughs> it was like... I can't believe they did that because I saw how long this was going to go. Two minutes? Yeah. And the edit is so bad. <laughs> yeah. Aaron is super awkward, as we've yeah. seen him on the show. Like, he's anti-fun yes. for whatever yeah. reason. And this moment was just like, why? Why are you guys doing this? Why? Yeah. Yeah. So. Cruel. Yes, Cruel, yes. I thought. Like. <sighs> oh. Yeah. And there was also an after show moment with Lacey. Yes. Where they showed the hairstylist backstage 
rooting and cheering while the runway show was going on. Yeah. And I was like, oh, I would have loved a side by side with yeah. like, all, yeah, all of them in the back. That on, put more of that on why do you need to subject? <laughs> I mean, the after shows have been have been interesting and weird because a lot of it is built around Christian being like, aren't I fun to be around? <laughs> and, and, and the designers being kind of like, I guess I'm supposed to say yes. <laughs> yeah. Like I thought Anna's was like amazing in that, in that regard too, where she was like, well, thank you for doing all of this for me. <laughs> like, like she didn't have a whole, like he was asking her these questions and she's like, I mean, at least he also said like, well, things change for you after the concussion. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, Let's acknowledge. at least he laid that out of there. My but, God. but yeah, I think, I think they are like, you know, very, very weird. Yes, I agree. I, I totally agree. I did not see this awkward date coming out of left field and then coop also goes because because uh because christian comes back on like what are you guys talking about now that you guys aren't talking about anything and coop goes i don't date and i'm like end it end this now end this cut cut all right what is this right yeah i was like this is Coop's are we gonna find date. out the, are we gonna find out that coop is straight or like or you know maybe Coop is a romantic. Who knows? Exactly. But it, but it's like but but the, but no Coop. You are basically here as a prop. Yes. To to reveal, um, uh, Aaron's delusions. Oh my god. <laughs> oh, oh, the way you put that makes it even more cringy. <laughs> I'm so sorry, Aaron. I mean, where's the lie? <laughs> <laughs> anyway. You're right. You're right. All right, you got that right. Okay. Um, well, uh, so that's that's that is that's the end of. <laughs> so that's episode. another ramble with us, Ernest. If people want to get in touch with you, and maybe maybe they picked up on the signals that you've been laying down in the in the, you know, uh, that moment that you spoke directly to them during the podcast, and they want to ask you out on a date. How, how can they reach you? Oh, you know, you can go to my website, ErnazDavis.com. <laughs> there is a contact button there that just essentially goes to my email address. And so then, yeah, that's how you can, <laughs> so you can get in touch with me. Uh, and at Ernest, uh mm -hmm. everywhere on social mediums, on, on Twitter, which mm -hmm. I'm currently on, and Instagram. And then, of course, um, on all of in the Workroom Podcast things. Yeah. And I think that's about it right now. Um, so, Nayland, um, if mm -hmm. anyone wants to get in touch with you and send awkward notes about wine or off production <laughs> things, I don't know. See, I'm bad. I'm bad at this. I would have eaten that spaghetti. That's all I'd say. It. It's like, oh, you're gonna make you're gonna make fun of me for wanting a date. Well, what? then, fuck you. I'm gonna eat the spaghetti. <laughs> well, where can they? Uh, invite you out for spaghetti um, or all you, you know find like me, the special you pastas. can find me either on twitter at Nalen Blake um, or you can find me at my website at nalenblake.net yay yay alright um, 
Yeah. Um, listeners, this has been great. <laughs> yep. Thank you so much. Um, if you enjoyed it, uh, please like leave a five-star review in all the places that take reviews of yes. podcasts. Yes, please do. Um, if you like to hear people ramble in a more concise way, you can listen to the podcast of our friends, um, Linoleum Knife. Oh, yes. Uh, and hear married, um, married bears talk about film. And um, I still have the link to your um, spot on uh, Maximum oh, Film. Yes, indeed. Talking about passing. Yes. Um, and also, uh, recently I was a guest on a podcast called Girls, Guts, and Giallo. Ooh. Um, where I talked about the four alien movies. So if you want to hear about horror movies Yay. From, a queer, from a queer perspective... Uh, you can track me down over there. Amazing. Aw, <laughs> I love all these things. All right, listeners, um, take care of yourselves as best as you can. Yes, indeed. And until next time, we'll both say goodbye. Bye. Bye.